Season's greetings, everyone. It's that time of year again. No matter what you're celebrating this holiday season, Amazon has gifts for everyone. Go to D2RPN.com and click the Amazon banner and help out the D2R Podcast Network. Happy holidays from everyone here at the D2R Podcast Network. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. It's that time of year again, and if your guy or your girl's got a beard and you want to celebrate with them, why not buy them some Phoenix Beard Oils? We've got great holiday scents that make you just cream your jeans. So check out phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody the bird for the holiday season. Ho, ho, motherfucking ho. Do you have a question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. Okay, so it's not really a movie in terms of a movie, but it's the length of a movie. It's an hour and 50 minutes. We're going to break this into two episodes, though, I think. Um, so, uh, this, I don't know. I haven't watched this yet, um, but it's a suggestion of something that we'd be interested in. And based on the title, here's the title of it. McCain Alive? Question mark. Indictments Coming? Question mark. Political or politico sur- purge and spiritual surge. Wow, I can read. Uh, question mark. And uh, <clears throat> so, anyways, I have thoughts on McCain, but uh, what's a global witness? What do you mean? I think that's the guy. 
Derek Bros, Global Witness. I think that's like his thing, kind of like, you know, Think Tank. Oh, okay. So like, Derek Bros, Global Witness, you'd be like, you know, uh, Brian and Dave, Think Tank. Gotcha. See, so we were like on somebody's YouTube, like somebody had did a YouTube thing, and they're like, oh, talk to these two interesting guys. They'd be like, Ryan and Dave, uh, Think Tank. Gotcha. Or whatever. Okay? Makes sense to me. Got it. All right, so let's just hit play and, and see. And obviously we'll, we'll comment as things come across that we want to discuss or question or whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jeffrey Darty. Jay Campbell is the leading hormone optimization expert in the world today, in my opinion. He's a monster entrepreneur. He's one of the most well-read individuals that I know. And there's another fellow here. You know him. He's Derek Bros. You know him as Global Witness. Uh, intelligence insider, former former Hollywood insider, and uh, former guy that uh, knows just about, knows something about just about everything. I would say knows a lot about just about everything. Gentlemen, thanks so much for being on with us tonight. Uh, pleasure to be here tonight, man. It's very nice to meet you, Derek. Uh, this is going to be an absolutely fire-packed, nuclear-detonating show, so definitely excited to be here, man. Absolutely. Good, good to meet you, Jay. Let's start with this. Jay Campbell, you're convinced that John McCain may likely still be alive. Tell us why you think so, and Derek, please respond to Jay's uh, convictions. So, so I'm going to stop right yeah. there, and I'm going to give my opinion first. Yes. Um, and then we'll get into that, guys. So... Now, this whole, you know how they trotted him out? Okay, so, like, uh, they, I don't think it was McCain himself, but they tweeted out whatever the date was. McCain's taking himself off of um, the medicine. You had brain cancer or whatever, so whatever the medicine was. Literally the next day he dies. Yep. Okay, so then he gets, like, a week and a half of ceremonies and all this stuff and whatever. Um well then it just seems weird like you wouldn't do this and then the other thing okay so there's lots of things here that I find interesting about this whole thing so they give him this whole big thing like presidents don't even get a week and a half of right morning and shit yeah, yeah. like they, they, they get like maybe a couple days this guy literally got like a week and a half okay? yeah it's like the old school Roman shit back in the days when the Caesar would be like well, we're gonna have tw- 25 days of games for this guy's death and shit yeah yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's weird. And then uh, you had uh, uh, news organizations like the Huffington Post, who were just well, and CNN. I mean, they were doing video packages and all these were how great of a man he was and how he's a hero, a war hero, and all this shit. Yet, if you remember, Dave, and I know you're not super political, but you remember at one point he ran against Obama mm-hmm. for president with Sarah Palin. Okay. Yep. You can go back and look at uh, tweets from like Huffington Post or videos from CNN, and they are shitting on this guy. He is a, the worst human being ever. What changed? You know what I mean? Uh, it's interesting how he's a war hero now, but eight years ago when he was running against your black president, all of a sudden he was uh, the worst human being that ever lived. You know, not quite to the level how they did go against Trump, but like. They shit yeah, on him bad. Yeah. So that's interesting to me because you could do side by side, like they're, they're out there from Huffington Post of tweets, Huffington Post shitting on him and now praising him. Right. Same thing with CNN. Um, so 
I find all that interesting. And not to mention McCain uh, was literally, uh, there's pictures. <laughs> you just Google McCain and ISIS, and he's got pictures. He went over to wherever, Afghanistan or something like that, and he's he met with the leader of ISIS and called him a freedom fighter. <laughs> so really? he's like, here's the thing. He went from basically, he never denounced the Republicans. He stayed a Republican party-wise, but basically he switched sides is what happened mm-hmm. with McCain. And that's why I think he's getting so much praise. That or something else. Now, this whole him still being alive, I think that's in a, a possibility. That, one, he's alive, and this was all just a try to sway, um, you know what I mean? Right. Try and maybe being done to get Republicans on the uh, Democratic side, because we got this midterm election coming up. People are hearing this. It's probably, I think the election's actually done by the time we release this. But So who knows what happened with all yeah. that. But yeah. I think that's part of this whole thing. So is he alive? What would be the reason for him having him fake his death? Sympathy. Try and get people to, to sway a certain way. Um, it's all about telling a narrative, dude. Yeah. Well, he, he, and he banned Trump from his funeral. He banned Palin from his funeral. His running mate. Okay. So, How can he ban somebody if he's dead? Oh, no. He, beforehand, he, he made very clear he did not want them at his funeral. It's like, yeah, obviously, you know you're dying. You have brain cancer. I mean, mm. it's not like you're going to live forever. So, yeah, but it'd be like, you, you get brain cancer tomorrow, Dave. You, you got a month ago, but you don't want me there. <laughs> You make it very clear. You tell everybody, I don't want Ryan at my funeral. You know what I mean? That's what yeah, he did, basically. Yeah, already told people that, yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to come anyway, so. Yeah. Um, you don't do that kind of thing. No, I don't go to funerals. I don't <laughs> like them. Uh, anyways. Did you go to McCain's? Uh, as a matter of fact, I was banned. <laughs> um, basically said anybody that's banned off YouTube is not allowed to oh, come to this. Cool, cool. And because I was banned off YouTube, I can't go. So. Yeah, you're on that list now. <laughs> um, anyways. What the fuck are we talking about? Get distracted. Sorry. So McCain, oh, so this whole him being alive. Yeah. But now I've also heard this other thing, and I don't know where they're going to go with this. I'm sure we'll find out in a second here. Um, but I've heard this this interesting stuff about them having these, uh, what do they call them, military tribunals or whatever. So basically, like, you can, um, you like basically what McCain did. He he would be considered like him going over. Uh, it wasn't like he just took the picture with the the freedom fighter, which mm-hmm. actually ended up being the leader of ISIS and all this. Like he was like in full support of ISIS and all this. Like he was on their bandwagon, but kind of secretly. So then you consider that a traitor. Mm-hmm. He, so he's like a war criminal now, and and all this. Well, then you don't have to necessarily be prosecuted in the court as we see it. Mm-hmm. They have a military court that's all done. Secretly, they do this shit, and, and you go to military prison, or you can be put to death, depending on what it is you're doing. And some of the things I've read or whatever are wondering if that's what happened. So he uh, basically, like, he was arrested. He was put on trial secretly, and basically give him an option, or when he was arrested, give him an option. Do you want to do this secretly? Do you want to be prosecuted secretly, or do you want to have this dragged through with the public eye. And he probably opted for secretly in a military tribunal. They went through this, and he was sentenced to death. So then they put out this narrative of um, 
you know, uh, that he's t- being taken off his medicine. He's di- he's decided he's no longer going to take this medi- medicine, and then the next day he's dead. Well, because he legitimately was dead. And but so then you question, well, why not just put it out there for that reason? Well, the reason you wouldn't announce all this publicly, the whole military tribunal, is because the same kind of thing's going to happen with Hillary and Obama and all these other pieces of shit that have done all this illegal stuff. All right? Right. And that's coming. Like, eventually. Well, what do you think about all that? have been hearing that for a while, though. The Hillary and all that. Okay, but yeah. you, you don't want to... Okay, so here's the thing. I know you're like, oh, it's nonsense because they haven't done it yet why wouldn't they do it well when you're um you're in the fbi when you're going after the mob did you go right for the top right off the bat no you get you you work your way up okay well he's an easy one he's dying rid of him now i mean you work your way up right little by little no do you go for the big fish right off the bat because then all the other little ones yeah. scurry away and then you don't ever see them again because they've all gone to countries where they can I be guess it depends and... on who's doing the, the fishing. Well, what their Trump and his administration is doing the fishing. Well, They're cleaning up all the pedophiles and all yeah, that other I think, stuff. Yeah, so if, if it is Trump and, and his administration, then yeah, you're going to start with the bottom and work your way up. I get that. Now, so McCain's not a bottom. McCain's a big fish. Yeah, but like you said, he was already allegedly dying anyways of brain cancer. Yeah. Well, I'm not alleged. <laughs> I didn't see the scan. I don't know his doctor. I don't know if it's true or well, not. Well, then McCain was lying about that, too. Well, they Anything's about possible, else, right? They lie about I guess that. let's see what these guys say. But You know what I'm saying, though? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, so that's that's the uh, that's another theory. Mm-hmm. So I guess he could have faked his death, but I don't know. I kind of like the... Uh, I like the sound of the tribunal thing because that means you could literally have this happen to Hillary. Oh, that's the other thing. I'm getting way off topic, and we'll never probably get to this video. But what video? There's a video. There's okay. So at the funeral, uh-huh. you know, they had all these politicians, Obama and right. Bill and Hillary, and okay, so you know, Jim Fetzer mm-hmm. just said the keywords so this podcast will get banned, but. <laughs> um, they show Bill and Hillary there, but then it's not the normal Hillary. They're calling that a double. They're saying she wasn't there. So they're wondering, well, where's Hillary? Where's she been? Where's she at? Nobody's really seen her for a while. So they're wondering if maybe she's been... So like when they picked up McCain, maybe they picked up her. So maybe they're, she's being held at like what they... they they're wondering, like it's like a Guantanamo Bay type mm-hmm. situation where, you know... She'll be going through her secretly as well, and they'll just trot out these doubles right. so that you don't know. Like, is there a picture of them? I'm curious <laughs> to see this, to see which one it is. Okay, here we go. We'll get back to this video in a second. It's hard because no, none of these search engines allow you to do anything. Um, let's see here. Um I almost put wedding. <laughs> Hillary body double. McCain funeral. Well, that's a video. If we can just see the picture of it. Oh, and her and Bill never spoke, which makes sense because, yeah. I mean, he's disgusted by her and 
she's probably disgusted by him. But two, if that's not his actual wife, it's a body double. They'd have nothing to they would, s- yeah, speak they about. Wouldn't. They're showing all this stuff from when everything she but, fell. Yeah, everything but McCain's funeral. All right, here's a picture of her at. That's such a. All right, so that's see, her there, right? Mm-hmm. Does that look like? Does it even look like her? No. You know, at a glance, you could say, "Oh, yeah, that's her." Now, Al Gore looks like a, a wax figurine, doesn't he? Yeah, that's weird. <clears throat> I don't know. I wish we could find the uh, the side by side. Anyways, I did see in that video that was first suggested. They do a, a comparison with her ear and her hands. Her hands are different. Mm-hmm. Her ears are different, and. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, just looking at all the different <coughs> versions, there's... That's not it. I'll say that's with him there standing there. <laughs> Clearly, that's not her. But anyways, right. um, that'd be a... That's just a side note, but... Yeah. See, basically, you look, you can kind of see there. That's two different people. That's yeah. not the same person. It's yeah. a different hairstyle. Um, <clears throat> there's a... Oh, they were saying that was a look at the 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 bottom lip. It's a different bottom lip. Yeah, the nose is different. There's a lot different. The there. eyes are different. Um, it's not the same person. No, it's not. Um, so I still think she died way back when. Oh, well, they've just been trotting out a yeah, fake one ever since. Yeah, I've been saying that for a while. That'd be crazy. I mean, what if that's the reason uh, they didn't let her win? Anyways, let's go to the video and see what they say. Yeah. Getting way off. Oh, and, and since we had that podcast on Friday night, um, you know, and I told or said what I had heard, you know, from other Anons, um, and Derek is obviously very familiar with those folks, but um, I don't know if he's actually really truly dead and in hiding. Um, I heard subsequently since then from other Anons that they did execute him, um, and it was he was executed though on like a timed interval, and so the reason they knew when he was going to be announced across the mainstream news headlines um, was because it was planned, again, by, quote, unquote, um, you know, intel from the, say, the good guy side, white hat side, however we want to phrase them. But, I mean, at this point, no one knows. I mean, we do know what we know, <laughs> you know, in the current holographic reality is that his casket was closed and that the event was like this gigantic, massive deep, sto- deep state um, barbecue. I mean, like every single player from the last 30 years, all, I mean, again, it's crazy, right? Because it's Republicans and Democrats, people that are supposed to be, you know, not partisan, excuse me. um, And they're all together hanging out, you know, reading the eulogies. I mean, it was almost like it was like a last type of get together for them before something happened. (laughs) And obviously we're going to talk about what may or may not happen, but um, I don't know, man, it just looks weird. It kept, it just, it caught me off balance. Um, we all know McCain. There's been so much analysis in the last three or four days, again, Jeff, since we did our podcast on Friday night. And McCain is, a, like I said before, I won't swear a tonight. POS. He is not a good person. He is a fraud. Um, you know, I actually read some stories now that the whole POW stuff is also possibly fabricated. Uh, so it's, it's somebody saying that George Bush and Michelle Obama were very cozy during the funeral, very weirdly cozy. Yeah, all of it yeah, was that was crazy. weird. Dude. I mean, again, you can. There's a lot of people. <laughs> Real quick, so like, um, 
George W. Bush was like handing uh, Michael Robinson candy. Mm-hmm. I don't even acknowledge the Michelle thing yeah, anymore. And then, uh, and she was like touching his hand, and on there. I saw this one picture where they, they like obviously fucked with it. They put like um, eggplants. She had her hands on both sides of her, or Michael did on mm-hmm. on Barack <laughs> and and George W. So it looks like she's doing something. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Makes sense for a weird... Uh, a training would do that? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. In the alternative community, they're analyzing it, and they're saying it was like literally the cabal's last stand, that they know something is coming. Um, you know, what that is, we'll talk about that on the show. And I'll let Derek talk here in two seconds. But, like, I, it, it was just, it was very weird. It's very ominous. Anyone who's, quote, unquote, aware and awake, who saw those, who saw how the mainstream news made it like the headline story. I mean, it was absurd how much it was being covered by the mainstream news. Now, I don't watch the mainstream news, but on Saturday I had a party at my house for my real estate team, and so we had a bunch of families over there. Um, And so we had football games on in the background, but that's all they were showing. Like every time they went to a break, it was the funeral and the celebration you know, and the after party or whatever you want to call it after his funeral. And it was just constantly being paraded across the mainstream. And wasn't it a- so let's think about it this way. When Michael Jackson died, how long was his little get-together party thing? I mean, it wasn't a week and a half, but it was longer than a couple of days. Well, here's the thing. Princess Diana, same thing. They'll talk about it for a week if it's slow news week. You know, the news will. But they, you don't, you wouldn't trot out... Um, Michael Jackson's, you know, casket, fly him here, fly him there. They, they, they literally, John McCain put thousands of travel miles in his casket, mm. being flown here, there, and everywhere for like a week and a half. Yeah. You know, it, it's the the whole, it was like a, the whole thing's weird. a nine-day procession for his funeral. You wouldn't do this for, it, like, they didn't do this for Kennedy. That's what I'm saying. They didn't do this for anybody, like... So I agree. They they rolled it out to big a big bash because, like I said, it's their you know it's the end of the season for them at this point. It's their is this it or is, was this a giant planning? Like so, they used his death as a plan or like a, a big meeting. So like we can get all these people together. So it's not obvious. Um, kind of like a Bilderberg thing. You know, all these people go to Bilderberg. Right. So if 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 all these people met because we're basically going to uh, we need to tell everybody all at the same time. Or that we're going to kill Trump and we're going to do, uh, we're going to we're going to overturn our government. We're going to do all this shit. If we're going to make some giant plan for like a, uh, you know, get this country back under, you know, so the the economy starts taking a shit again and all mm-hmm. this, what's a better way to do it than through somebody's death? So I guess that's the whole thing where he fake. They used his faking his death, knowing he's going to die. So just step out of the. The way we act like you right. died, you'll still be alive. You'll just die in peace over here, and this gives us a reason to have all these people to come together to give them through these speeches and shit like this code words that they all can get yep. the message, so that we're all on the same page. So when we assassinate Trump or whatever, we all kind of know this is what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Right. Through code, so literally. What if it is all through code? Could be like a, a QAnon type thing. Yeah. But for them. So we would watch it and never pick up on it. Yeah, if we looked at like every 13th word, you know. Or something, you yeah. know. Yeah. It, it's it's interesting. So that's I guess that's the other side of it. Trump bashing session as well? 
Um, I wasn't listening to it because you know I was you know with people and that I just saw the video of of it. But I mean, again, it was insane. You got Cheney, you got Rumsfeld, you've got all these Hollywood celebrities and politicos all there. It's like for what? It's like we know who they are, like who these conspirators are in the quote unquote cabal, and there they all are being paraded on television. It's like again, at what point does one plus one equal two? Go ahead, Derek. <laughs> Well, um, this is more like everything that you, can, uh, that you can track by the cabal will be linked to signs of uh, math, numbers. Right. Right. Everything, 9-11, everything is linked to very specific numbers. 9-11 being new beginnings, right? So it's the, it is literally the sign of, uh, uh, of the symbol of the country, the, the phoenix. So uh, the... Whenever I see somebody die at 81 Ooh. in 2018 and I see a nine and a nine and he was days before his birthday where he wouldn't have been. See, because understand this is that to them and to the world, he's dead. Right. Now, I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just saying that a lot of stuff lines up. Right. So and and nothing and I mean absolutely nothing, folks can be put past the gravity of the conspiratorial aspects of this world are staggering. Yes. When you understand the mind forces behind this and the coordination through through math and and the the sheer power that they have stretched throughout all of the establishments of the world, banks, media companies, you name it. This is a very easy production to run. For somebody that comes from the film industry and watches massive sets be built that look like full military campaigns, things in the air where the whole world stops. I mean, we shot a movie called Outbreak where I remember we shut down the 101 freeway. We Not not in Los Angeles, but up north. We shut down the 101 and we took the entire town of Ferndale. We're talking thousands of homes and we put a light in every single house to falsely light each house and had massive condors set up and military helicopters and thousands of soldiers, and all of that is coordinated. Yeah. That is just a a, a, uh, a macro view of what they can do from a micro view. It is staggering what they can do on a large scale. Hollywood is like training. It's like a training seminar to be a part of that. So when I see 81 and I see 18... And I see just before his death and just knowing how loyal he has been to the cabal, you to the world, he's dead. They kill him to the world. Right. Right. It's really, really simple. And you can find these people. In fact, the the very first time I ever met anybody, as I met uh, where somebody brought something up like this to me was um, I met Stanley Kubrick. Oh, and wow. we were we were in London. We were at the Dorchester Hotel, and I met him. I was talking to him, and it was him and Tim Burton. So you can't you can't get two wackier guys, right? <laughs> I've heard so, the story. It's a good one. Yeah, two guys, and basically he sits, and I'm thinking these guys have really been off their rocker and been drinking all night. And Stanley Kubrick basically says that he shot the moon landing, and I'm sitting there thinking, boy, this guy really is psychopath right. at the time. And then come to find out that he wrote the details of it and said that to release that 15 years after his death, which he did, yes. it completely falls on deaf ears. And everybody else thinks what I thought then. He's just a crazy dude. 
Right. But he actually left clues yes, in every all one of his movies, of his movies to let you know this. So he was very much a part of that. And his and what he was doing, he almost I can't even express how he said it, but I was there. The only reason I met him is because he was in London shooting Eyes Wide Shut. Right. And we were doing the uh, PR campaign for Jerry Maguire. So I was there with Tom and Nicole. And so we're in London at the time. We were all staying in the same hotel. And um, and so uh, when he said, you know, oh, I'm, I'm doing my, he basically said, he goes, I'm doing my death wish, the wish, the, the thing that I wanted to do before I die. And I was like, what's that? And he goes, oh, it's, you know, uh, it's wide, uh, wide shut. And that was what he was, he called it instead of eyes wide shut he just said wide shut it's wide shut i'm doing you know the one thing that i wanted to, i had to do this before i died almost knowing that he was not going to make it through telling that story because if you look at it watch that movie it's it's all about the inside of the cabal it's it's definitely a disclosure and um and the thing about kubrick is that he had established himself with the studios in such a way that nobody could question his editing nobody could question that stuff he could force that stuff right. through so right. he forced a lot of things through. He he's not filtered like many many other directors would, and and he has the power to, or he had the power to step over these people. So long answer short, um, I think his death and the way it happened, the age and everything, right. is highly suspicious. But that's common. Well, all these people um, who serve their purpose, so to speak, in Hollywood, and we're going to get to this. And, you know, Derek, you've got a lot of experience in Hollywood. I have a very, very minimal experience a long time ago. Hey, let's morph into the, 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 the new Q drop and the three options with Trump as, as you finish up this question. Yeah, for sure. I just wanted to say that I, I'm very, very familiar with um, Stanley Kubrick. I've, I'm, I've met Jay Widener, who's done, you know, a very deep uh, analysis and documentary, um, really an expose on Stanley Kubrick and all of his movies. So I'm very, very familiar with all the insider you know, the movie within the movie of every one of his movies. I mean, Stanley Kubrick was a tortured soul because he was forced, obviously, to create these movies. But anyway, to get to what you just said, Jeff, and kind of stay along the party line, um, a lot of this, I think this entire show is going to be about Hollywood and politicos and how they are kind of controlling the narrative and what's really behind them. But anyway, um, so the Q latest. So this morning, Trump put out a tweet that was very interesting. And I won't read it, but just to paraphrase, it was something along the lines that he was just bludgeoning Jeff Sessions. And a lot of people have said in the last, like, two months, especially, you know, if it's controlled disinfo, you're like, what's going on with Sessions? He's not doing anything. He's not really a part of the quote-unquote white hat side. He's not really an ally of Trump. He's not doing anything to get people out. So this is my opinion. I want Derek's opinion on this, too. Obviously, Jeff, too. Um, this is my, this is what I believe. And I put this in the group of guys I mentor today. Um, and so there's only three options between Trump and Sessions right now. Number one is that Trump is actively playing a role in a sort of a rope-a-dope and making people believe that he is against Jeff Sessions and Sessions is going along with it. That's option one. Or Trump really is against Jeff Sessions and Sessions isn't really the guy that most people in the non, you know, white hat community think that he was. He's not bringing anyone to justice. Or, and this is the one that's unfortunate, and I'm starting to not believe that this is possible just based on what's out there. Now, Derek may have a different opinion, um, but that QAnon is a total deep state maneuver and that Trump is just a controlled patsy and they have brilliantly scammed us as they have done for thousands of years. And I said, you know, this would not be surprising considering the Anunnaki are 10 to 15 times smarter than us. Now, before I toss it over to Derek. um, What do you think about that? 
of those three. Wow, if it was the last one, that's complete mind fuck. If, yeah. If Trump is just a controlled patsy and it was all part of their plan. I literally think it would be the one time Alex Jones would commit suicide. <laughs> because he's gone so deep and far for Trump that if <laughs> if it ends up being what it is, Trump just like when it's all said and done, this whole thing was a charade and he led everybody on. He basically uh, I don't know what you'd Obama us or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, got everybody thinking this, changing all this stuff, but it was all nonsense, and he ends up, like, you know, at the end of this, he's, like, shaking hands with Hillary and patting shoulder, and, you know, like, you know, or hanging out with George Soros or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, what? You know, like, completely screws us all over. I think, literally, that would be the one time... You'd see Alex Jones lose his fucking mind, dude. What? <laughs> I don't think that's possible. I don't. I don't think that's what it is. Either that, or it's one of those things where you hope to God that's not what it is. You know, because that would be. Uh, I had never given that a thought until he just put that in my mind. Like I'd never thought. Well, I mean, because it, he's so against, you know, the, the bit controlling elite and shit. Well, of the other two options, then. All right. Let's say that one's not possible. Um, so the first one, the whole rope. Do you even know who Jeff Sessions is? Yeah, he's the guy that wrote that book, uh, I'm the Unabomber. Uh, yep, exactly. Uh, I don't know a specific title. Yeah, okay. I know he's something in the cabinet, that's all I know. Um, but yeah, I could see the rope-a-dope, you know, letting him just kind of do his own thing and let him hang himself and make him... Well, that's, yeah. I, I could see that. What was the second option again? I was really focused on the third one. I kind of lost the second one. Yeah, I should have stopped it before the third one. Yeah, what was um, one? So is the rope-a-dope or that... Oh, that he really does hate him. Yeah. Or dislike him or whatever. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Well, if he did dislike him, couldn't he just axe him anyways and fire him? Well, him that's what I was just going to say. Why not just fire him? But yeah. here's the other thing with that. Why doesn't Trump fire Mueller? The guy that's investigating Russiagate. And and all these people, but not not Trump, but he's investigated all these other people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, coming up with nothing, or at least we think nothing. Right. So then my question is, why not just fire Mueller? Because he supposedly hates Mueller, and he, he goes on Twitter and, you know, shits on Mueller all the time about this whole Russian thing. And But you're, you're allowing it to continue, too, mm-hmm. Trump. So why are you allowing it to continue? Is it because you want this guy to basically hang himself? With you spent two, three, four years investigating something that you knew was full of shit, and now you've we've allowed you to basically trot your bullshit out there for four years, never coming up with anything. So you've basically hung yourself now. Or so is is that it? Or and, and same thing with sessions. So you've you've got all these things you could literally indict, arrest, and prosecute. Hillary, Obama. There's so much illegal stuff that they had done. You, you could you'd do it easily. But Sessions isn't doing anything. He's literally, he recuses himself of anything all the time. So it's like you're worthless yeah, to, to our viewing. You know what I mean? But the president can get rid of that guy and replace him with somebody that will do something. Okay? Do you think Sessions is scared of the Clinton body count? Well, I don't know. 
I mean, mean is that why would he's... you be? <laughs> if if you knew it... anything, any like let's say you worked for them, even as a janitor, and you you, you walked in one day and saw Hillary and, and Webb, and then, and then nine months later, Chelsea was born. Like you would think oh, that was uh, that's their kid. But yeah, Bill's pretending like that's his daughter. Well, right. we all know that's not his daughter. It doesn't look like him. Right. Looks like Webb. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly that's his daughter. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you you think you know? Twenty years later, you're safe. No. But even if you were never even going to write a book, I don't think anybody's safe. If you know something, and you've seen all these other people that you right. you know you knew or whatever, just randomly start dying. <laughs> That everybody's connected to them starts dying. Well, in, in Sessions' case, I mean, I would uh, definitely buddy up to Trump and get his protection before I and, and to take her out. So that's what I've. So this is what I keep thinking. You don't want to show Sessions and Trump being buddy buddy. You don't even want to show Mueller and Trump being buddy buddy because ultimately we're doing all these investigations. I think Mueller's investigate. Here's the thing. I could be completely wrong on this, but. Mm. What if, I'll just give you the what if situation. So what if Sessions just keeps recusing, all this, he doesn't want anything, doesn't, isn't going to prosecute anybody because we're waiting for this midterm election. There's going to be a huge red wave, whatever. Basically, it's going to be like, the House is going to be like 90% Republican. They're going to have such a small amount of Democrats on that are left. And with the Senate and all this stuff, okay, so they already have the majority, but now it's going to get even worse for the Democrats, okay? So now you're to that point where, and two, you get a lot of the bad apples out. You get a lot of the bad Republicans out. You get a lot of the bad Democrats out. And you get people in there that are actually going to be for what we're about to do. And that's drain the swamp. So what if everybody's just playing playing this game? Mueller's going around investigating all this stuff under the guise of Russiagate or whatever. But in reality, he's talking to all these people, gaining information for another investigation that we're not being privy to because we have been told he's investigating Russia and Trump and he's, they led everybody to think that's what's actually happening. But in reality, it's all this information that's going to basically be used to prosecute all these other pieces of shit that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in reality, cause, otherwise, why not just fire him? Why not just fire Sessions? Why are you allowing them to keep doing So Mueller's literally wasting millions and millions of dollars investigating something that Trump's saying is nonsense. So you're allowing our tax dollars to go to something that you, you're saying is bullshit. Or is it that he has to allow him to keep doing this because if he fires him, it makes Trump look guilty. Like, well, I got rid of this guy. You know, well, well, why'd you get rid of him? So is he protecting himself or is this just a, you know, think 4D chess. That's what they say Trump's playing. He's playing 4D chess with, so basically he's 90 steps ahead of everybody else. Right. It kind of makes, I, I don't know, I don't want to sit here and say Mueller's the guy, but what if he's literally playing a role and we're all convinced that he's against Trump, but in reality, they're, they're literally a team right. that you'd never expect. Nobody would expect it. When it's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nobody would expect Sessions because they think, oh, this guy's never going to do anything. He's worthless. I don't know. I guess anything's possible. Yeah. Well, let's keep watching. Yes. Let's. I just personally believe in my heart by knowing that 
the darkness is coming undone. Now, I don't know when it will, and I won't make a prediction, but believing, you know, and obviously this is the next point, and that's why Derek can really tie this in. The next point is that Trump had created National Preparedness Month in September. It's a new amendment to the Constitution. Be careful what you say about Trump. Heidi Vandenberg's in the chat room. (laughs) So there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that's coming out that shows or would make one who's intelligent and logical to assume that they're letting us know that we're going to destabilize. Okay. Now, I don't know what destabilize means, and I don't know if it's just controlled um, unrest, civil unrest, you know, FEMA called in. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But my guess is, again, if you read all the ancient texts, it's always darkest before dawn. I know Derek is a very big reader of the ancient texts. So if we are going to have a cleanup and we are going to get rid of the darkness, the cabal, the Draco reptilians, whatever you want to call them behind it, um, the dark brotherhood, um, there's no way in my mind that it's going to go peacefully. Not everybody's going to just hold their hands up and get taken to Gitmo. Okay. These people have been in control of this planet for so long that if they are truly going down, they're not going down without a grand finale. That's my opinion, Derek. What do you say? One more, one question before before we move on to that. Just one word answers, gentlemen. I think we all three agree that Kubrick did do did fake the moon landing, but the one word answer, Jay, did we ever really go to the moon? Did you catch that? You guys aren't catching these things. What? How, how they say his name? Oh, Kubrick. Yeah, they're saying Kubrick. Q. Oh, I didn't know. Q anon Kubrick. I wonder if there's something to that. Why? I mean, I've always said Kubrick. So have I. these guys are saying Kubrick. So I wonder if that is that the actual pronunciation Kubrick because Q. There's another Q. Yeah. There. It makes you wonder. So. Kubrick, Kubrick, in all his movies, puts all these things basically saying, "Hey, yeah, I, I did the, I filmed your your fake moon landing." Right. He put all these little clues in all his movies. What is QAnon doing? Putting all these yeah. little clues out there, and you have to figure it out. They're not going to tell you. How did, but how they're did, telling you. How did Kubrick die? Uh well, he was murdered. But that's is not he what really they, dead? Maybe he's fucking QAnon. This is literally going to be a three-hour episode. That's fine. <laughs> it's interesting, though. I, when he said that, I was like, why is he saying it weird? And then it hit me. Q. Kubrick. In his sleep after suffering a heart attack at his home in Childwickbury Manor in England. Hours after delivering a print of what would be his last film. Hours after delivering a print. Then they re-edited it. After the fact, and then what we actually have seen for that movie was not what he, what he, how he edited. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? So he just died in his sleep. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, Kubrick. Have you ever have you ever heard it pronounced Kubrick before? No, it's always been Kubrick. Doesn't Wikipedia pr- say the pronunciation? <clears throat> So if we click on that, will it be in by? What is that? Okay, so it, it breaks it down. So K as in kind, yeah. U as in goose, Kub- Kubrick. Yeah, Kubrick. We've been saying it Kubrick, and that's what it, that's what it says. B as in by, I as in kit, K as in kind. So Kubrick. It's Kubrick. Why are they saying Kubrick? I don't know. It's a good question. 
I thought they were saying it weird, but I didn't catch on the cue. I was trying to figure out why they were saying it different. Yeah. Well, anyways. Maybe there's anyways. nothing to that. Maybe that's me getting a little, a little wild with it. Yes, yeah, we did, but heavy. not when Kubrick, not the original oh, he 1968 said it right. because it was a space race and the Russians beat us and we were trying to make that Cold War initiative look like we were the top guys. Derek, did we ever go? Yes. Okay. And now, please catch that ball that Jay threw to you and roll on. Thank you very much. So um, let me just say that that just like everything in this world, the true creators are us. Right. And um, the the enemy the enemy corrupts what is created. So the father creates the enemy create the enemy corrupts it. So QAnon started as anons. I know this for fact. So I know where QAnon yielded from. I know the anons involved in that. I know who that was. Um, that idea that? was usurped in the same way that Anonymous um, going to New York and uh, and protesting against Wall Street, Occupy Wall Street, was then usurped by the political systems as well. Because they don't know how, they don't have any good ideas, right? When Nancy Pelosi said, you know, this is a AstroTurf movement, she was disclosing because who who better to know what AstroTurf is, right? A fake green grass movement. Right. So, so in doing that and understanding that QAnon and I said in my in my one anonymous video that I made that's one of the original videos, I said QAnon until proves differently is authentic. Right? But in so I predicted it back then. In December when I released that video, I said this will be usurped basically. Right. So right now it's authentic, but when it stops being authentic, pay attention. So, Derek, let me, let me ask you a question real quick to that. So I agree with you. I believe that there's math out there. Like you said, the path is in the math. You can trace all of this. The it's path very, is in the math. I love there, that. There, there's, been, there's been very disciplined cue drops in the beginning, right after Trump did these, like, strategic tweets. And no one could figure it out back then. You know, the fact that you were able to know that because you have a non-background in December, you're way ahead of the game. But then I agree with you, and I just want your opinion on this. I think that everything up until the last literally month has been disinfo. It has been the CIA and whoever else is, like like you said, you know, spoofing this whole thing. And then all of a sudden, and again, I, I don't know, I'm asking you, it just appears that in the last month, a lot of the drops have been so staggeringly, seemingly authentic that it would be, quote unquote, white hats providing intel. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, no, you're right. It's 100% owned by the – but see, here, here's where I just want to make sure that you kind of understand how this all functions. When you say that in order for us to get, get rid of the, the deep, dark cabal that's been running everything, you have to understand that the deep, dark cabal that's running everything is being removed by the deep, dark cabal that's running everything. <laughs> right. Say that again, Derek. That's my That's boy. actually <laughs> true. The deep dark cabal that's run that has run everything is being removed and eliminated by the deep dark cabal that runs everything. All right, write that down because that's you're you're even having confused. I, I do. I am. Okay, he so said it twice. I know, and it still doesn't resonate right. All right, so the deep dark cabal right is being removed by the deep dark cabal. I didn't even say that right, but it made kind of sense, right? Yeah. Uh, so, what, what what are you confused about? Do I need to give you names or? Yeah, I, so, 
the deep dark cabal of let's just say we'll go with Hillary and Obama yep. are being removed by a deep dark cabal, which is you don't know about. Right. But it's not so there's a there's a cabal okay, get, being sense. removed yeah. by an even deeper, darker cabal. Right, I got you. That's how I take that it. That makes it more sense. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um and these, these that's so that's like so so there's government out in plain view. Mm-hmm. You know, our senators, congressmen and all right, that. Right. And then there's and, and and that's what most Americans think is what's running our government. Mm-hmm. But in reality, then there's all these kind of people behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, cabal, yeah. That are legitimately running everything. And then there's people and behind that's, them. That's what's being removed, along with all these fronts, by this third level. That's actually like kind of like. The good ones that are, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Vatican. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's the Pope, which everybody knows, but then there's also the, the Black Pope, which is truly the one running everything. You know what I mean? Right. And, and leads the whole Satan priest fuck little kids and thing. all this thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's my favorite kind of Catholic, by the way. Yeah. What the pedophile? Oh, yeah. Catholics? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, they're all. It's ridiculous, dude. They found bad. how many in Pennsylvania? That's just one state. Yeah, no, Can you imagine if we did every state now? It's ridiculous. Dude, every country. Fuck just the states. I wonder how many good priests there are. You know, ones that haven't diddled a kid. For every 150 pedophile Catholic church, there's a half a good Catholic priest. Isn't that, that's crazy. It really makes you wonder, like, every time you go into Catholic church, are you, are you surrounded by pedophiles? Yes. That's fucked up, man. That's why I don't like going there. I'm just happy that I was not fondled when I was a child. You're a Catholic. I was a, I was a Catholic a altar Catholic? boy, bro. Wow. Yeah, I was an altar boy. Maybe there's some deep rooted stuff you've put out of your mind that. No, I, no. I okay. when when it all started coming about and I got older, I started looking back and shit. I'm like, no, it never, never happened. Never happened. No, thank God I was in a good church where it didn't happen. Now it happens probably every day now, but well, I don't know. I when mean, I was there now. You thinking. just. He just didn't like you, whoever was in charge then. Yeah, and that's I'm fine. I'm sure somebody was. I was a little there. asshole, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm surprised he didn't try and like uh, pray the gay or pray the what is it? Pray the badness out of me. You know, I, what's the fucking thing from Deadpool where he's like, "My hand, oh, wicked, holy ear, thou or whatever the fuck you did." Oh, you sound like me right now. <laughs> I know. I can't think of what I'm fucking trying to say, man. Forget it. Move on. All right. There we go. So wow. would you, so, 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 okay, so let's say I agree with you, and I actually do. Would you then say that that deep dark cabal that's removing the current deep dark cabal is just another breakaway civilization, warring faction with the, of elites? And so this group of elites, which is obviously prepped and run by Trump, is fighting the current stranglehold elites and are pushing them out to make way for Trump and his gang? The symbol of this country, the symbol of ancient Rome, the symbol of all of the same ideologies, all the way dating back to the beginning, okay, is the symbol of what they call an eagle, but is the phoenix. It's the that phoenix, is, yeah. That is order, and their motto is order from chaos, okay? They create the chaos so they can call themselves the order. It's how they maintain That's David power. Icke's problem, reaction, solution. Right. Always, okay, they create the disease because they have the solution to it, so they can go, you see how badly you need us. You need government. So everything is done through fear. Everything is done through a destruction. That's what 9-11 was. Right. Everything is, you heard, every every single news channel was parroting the same line that day. At this point, everything is going to change. Well, of course it is, because right. you are forcing it, right? 
And just to give you an example as to how well prepared they were, that as a simple simple little thing like this is that the TSA, right, being the uh, the uh, Transportation Safety Administration, was established, had logos, had uniform, right. and was employing people at airports all over the country within days. I know. Michael Chertikoff was behind Okay, that. these people can't build a website right. inside four years when it's a long-term plan. Like, okay, within days. TSA was conceived, born, and rolled out within a week. It's yes, true, dude. I remember. And not, I only, and not only I was in the But not to play devil's advocate, but I'm going to. Think about this. Let's go back and say we actually went to the moon. Like, all of a sudden, that's a big challenge. So when Kennedy says we were going to go to the moon in mm-hmm. whatever year it was, and then, you know, six years later, we're going to the moon. When, when you actually put effort and money into something, it can get done. Right. So what if they, it's, I mean, obviously we like to look at it and say, well, they pre had all this stuff planned. Obviously, we've gone down that route with the World Trade Center, how they you know, rigged it for a year prior and then just did it when they did it. But so obviously you'd have TSA in place or you'd have all this ready to go beforehand. You know what I mean? Or did they just really start throw a bunch of money towards this thing? And, and that's why it got done because they, you know, legitimately had, they <laughs> You know what I mean? When when you put money and yeah. focus into something, it, it'll get done a lot quicker than if you're right. humming and hawing and oh well, yeah, I, I think, won't get to it. You I know? agree with them. I think it was pre-planned and they had it set up uh, oh, and ready too. to go. Just saying. I mean, look at look at fucking Bush. He was down in Florida reading a book. To, if, if anyone's going to establish like an alibi, that's like what he did that day. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, I was in Florida reading books to kids. Why? Like, when have you ever fucking seen a president do that? They don't. And if they do, they're not Usually fucking it's the advertising. Wife. Usually a first yeah. lady or the vice yeah. president. And that guy couldn't even fucking And where read. was Cheney at the time? Shooting well, yeah, somebody I... else in the face? <laughs> well, no. Cheney at the time was in a bunker running yeah. a... Uh, a mock fucking... A, a mock yeah. situation of running planes into buildings. Yeah. What? Yeah. So who was actually running this thing? No, you get Bush in public sight so that we can't blame him for doing it. Yep. And, and I and literally they swapped roles. You'd have your vice president reading to kids, your first yeah. lady reading to kids, and the president and the president on the bunker. It, yeah, undisclosed location. Exactly. No, it's, it's silly. What are the there's what are the ironically in the same state time. that his brother was the governor in, and the same state that the supposed guys that flew the planes into the buildings. We're trained from. in mm-hmm. like what what it's so silly yeah, it's they were trained in that state because they could be protected in that state by the president's brother yep, exactly the whole thing was oh, all right let's go it was so poorly fucking executed not really i mean there's the a lot of that, idiots that still well, believe yeah, it yeah i know it but, was execantly executed except there's lots of holes yeah. because there's a lot of moving parts here think about a movie dave you have uh in in this case a movie on this scale Mm-hmm. Multi-state, multi-whatever, all these moving parts, you think everything's going to go just right? Fuck no. But if it goes pretty much right, and then all yeah. you need to do is play PR for the next 150 years and and keep lying about it, right? you can make it work. You just need to shut everybody down. Airports for six years, and you can't roll out a new hat for your squadron uh, in a week. No. All and, this and stuff is this, planned. Yes, and keep this in mind. 
that every single private security company, because they were all private security companies at each airport. Right. Listen, you can thousands of them the gone. You guys can trace the but money. You got to control the narrative. But listen, you can trace the money to that, Derek. I've looked into this hardcore, but Sheldon Adelson, who owns half of Vegas. I've been in Sheldon's house. A big Zionist. I've his daughter's in, best friend. Sheldon. I've been in Sheldon's 767. That that Sheldon's money. It was Sheldon's money and then Chertikoff and all of these other people that were under the Bush administration that Bush chose. You're right. This was organized probably a decade in advance. Yes. So it's crazy that you've been in his house. Seriously. The, I have friends that worked for Everybody's him, and excited. Sheldon basically, um, and this was with Microsoft, Sheldon gave me a ride to China. Wow. To Macau, China. to a casino. So, long story, but that's a that's a whole other than that was a private, quiet, very hush-hush hush thing. So, <laughs> um, so, long story short, yes, you're right. Sheldon's money and all of these people in there. It is mind-blowing. Um, it is... <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, why are you going to make me laugh? I know, I know. <laughs> Stop, man. What the hell? We're trying to help people here. We're trying to help the people out there. That is funny, by the way. So, you, yeah, so this big plush 767 that has gold sinks and everything. But it, <laughs> so you got him back on the plane. That he bought from this, you know, Sultan of Brunei. Anyways, <laughs> um, so, so, uh, so this cabal. So, but, but see, but let me help you understand this, that the Masons – that go back, all of these secret societies are all the same secret right. society. Everybody wants to think about it as many. If all you have to do, when people right now are going, oh, well, China is going to, China, you know, uh, Russia is withdrawing from the dollar and China's going to do this. All of this is planned like a screenplay. Right. Absolutely. And all of them are involved in that screenplay. And how you know that, like I said, they tell you the truth. You know all of these things. I've shown it in the videos. I've shown it. I've talked about this a number of times. The obelisk that we have, the Washington Monument in D.C., right, right, has very specific dimensions. You know who runs the show. Measure the obelisks. They're all variations of the exact same dimensions. China has one in their capital. Um, London. Uh, Russia has one in their capital. Hmm. London has everywhere. one in their capital. The Vatican has one. If you want to know like who's running the show, follow the horns. Ten horns in right. Bible and Scripture, Right. Ten horns, seven heads. Seven heads is the image of the Write beast. Write that down. Behind the seven heads, the dollar. Seven heads, seven different denominations of the dollar. Ten horns is ten political powers that run the image of the beast. The image is the dollar. So all you have to know is that they're planning the destruction, just like I've said in these videos. How you know it's coming down, the dollar will crash. They will blame. I'm going to give you guys a little insight here. Okay, check this out. You want to know how well and how easy this gets done codedly. Okay, everybody knows what ISIS is, right? Yeah. Okay, well, forget ISIS because its real name is ISIL. That's right. That's what its original name was. And Obama used to drop that name. Was that mistaken or was he just throwing it out there? No, because they were changing the name. We changed the name. They didn't change the name because we run them. Why do you think their murders and their decapitating of people was such a Hollywood production, right? We created them. So here's the deal. Here's how this is going to be blamed. And it's also a signal that this is the next step. What do you see? You say, is that right? I, okay, it's good on the screen. I thought it might be backwards. ISIS, right? Take this. Take this. 
That's where it's going. Mm-hmm. Right? Cash, cash. The dollar, the dollar. That's the dollar sign. Coded. So, Derek, so then what? Okay, so I think we're all, I think we actually agree. So you're too. basically you're basically saying that Trump, even though we're, they're trying to make him out as like the good guy, he just represents another faction of the ruling elite. He's pushing out the NWO, the globalists, whatever they are, to to a more nationalist type thing. So he's trying to nationalize, and obviously there's a nationalist movement going on in every country now, right? We see there it is. in Europe, we see it in Germany, we see it in the United States, we see it in obviously both of the Koreas. Um, it's happening. So that's clearly the movement. So let's kind of isolate this for people. What do you see happening in before the end of the year? Is and that, why did Trump declare September National Family Preparedness Month? But is that it, Derek? <laughs> is it going to be the crash of the currency? Because if, if, if you think about it, I was talking to my family tonight, and I have an interesting story, and I'll let Derek answer, and then I want to say something to people about this because it's amazing how, many, how few people are aware of any of this. But if they did crash the dollar, they could control it in a way where Trump could come on and say, look, I'm taking down the Federal Reserve and we're reinstituting a new currency system. And that's how they could do it, Derek. And it would be like Remember, Trump is the king of debt, ladies and gentlemen. Right. It could be like three days of bank holiday. They could just like proclamate it like, look, you won't be able to access your money for three days. But is that what you think it's going to be? Is that the oh, people problem? would lose their goddamn no. minds? Oh, yeah. um, they're setting you up for just like just like they did in 2008. OK, see the difference. If they said you couldn't have your access your money for ten hours, people would lose their mind. Mm-hmm. And even if they gave you like a week's notice, between this time and this time, you know, as a country, we, we're just going to be doing something so nobody can access. You realize the viewers are so stupid, dude. Could you imagine that? Let's let's just say round ballpark. You got ten grand in the bank. They restructure. You go back now. You got twenty seven bucks. Well, I mean, I don't think he would necessarily like not get to have your money. I'm just saying, what if they're like? No, but it's going to be worth shit, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you still got ten grand. Well, in that's there, why but it's you only pull out the ten grand. Bucks. I mean, you pull it out, take everything. I know if they do, I'm fucking pulling everything out. Yeah, October first or September thirty first, I'm taking everything out of the bank. <laughs> Maybe you should do it right now. <laughs> well, he said the whole month of September. They weren't um, yeah. the preparedness. So keep in mind that there's more than one goblin behind the scenes right okay there are two major power structures behind the scenes they both are the same but they are both different right to go all the way back to the anunnaki okay so go back to enki and enlil imagine two brothers still fighting over domination right okay they're my people. No, they're my people. They're my people. I made them well i'm the commander of them this, that, this stupid nonsense okay and then they manage the draco it's the same same exact fight going on right now. It's the fight that's established on our DNA. It's the ancient Cain and Abel, which I did the video on today. It's right. the ancient Osiris, Osiris and Set. Good. It's the same thing, okay? Right. So with this, we have this battle going on, and it's powers that be. But the reality is there's also respect amongst those powers. <laughs> that one is – I'm kidding. I'm not kidding no, you. No, I know. It's true, man. It's like there's a chessboard. Yeah, their respect amongst those powers. It's like they sit and, you know, it's kind of like sitting and having tea in the morning and go, you know, I'm going to be shooting at you. You won't know when it's coming from, and I'll shoot back to you. Oh, I love you. You're 100% right. Gerald Clark talks about this. It's literally a living simulated chessboard, and they are sitting there in their Jupiter thrones, you know, just like they did in Greece. Yes. Yes. And this this is happening. So understand that 
first of all, people go, oh, no, no, Trump, I heard somebody say Trump can't be bought. Um, he was bought in the 90s. Trust me, Trump can be bought. It's not about money, right? You can be bought. You can buy somebody's life that is so interested in their life. Imagine, imagine this for a second. Imagine you run into election and every single one of them or every single president is faced with this condition. The second that they are elected, they, are, they have that meeting at the Bilderberg building. And that's not even a secret. It's not that's not a conspiracy theory about the Bilderberg group. They literally have this this uh, intel meeting where everything is disclosed to them. Right. That meeting every single time you'll see the president comes out. He looks like he saw a ghost. Right. Yeah. OK. Every time it's a wake up call. I want to have that now, meeting. Here's the whole thing. Imagine you're Trump and you think that you got a handle on it. Remember, he was all about I hate the Federal Reserve. It's BS right. and everything. If he had any kind of gonads that 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 where he could actually do it, he'd have gotten into that thing and he tore tore the Federal Reserve out of the ground, right? right? He'd have tore the building down and bulldozed that thing to the ground. He can't, he won't, because they own literally own the country. Right. Okay? Like the country is a corporation. That's right. why they sit behind those flags with the with the gold fringe. Okay. It is a corporation, it is owned. And that debt, remember this, Jake is that the debt that we have, we have 120 trillion something dated debt, right? We have more than 900 trillion unstated debt. Right, it's incalculable. You can't even comprehend that. First of all, there isn't enough gold, there isn't enough value on earth to pay it back. Right, right. Okay, so this is the most important thing to follow from a, from a rational standpoint, is that... The Federal Reserve prints the money from a bank account that has zero. Okay, so they are the scam artists. They are the top of the scam pyramid. They print the money. They give it to the to the Treasury. The Treasury then hands it out to everybody. They have an interest call on every dollar that they that they write you. Right. Now, do you think the Federal Reserve and the owners, because it has owners, it's a private bank. Yeah, it's not part of the government. That's it's for not sure. part of the it's government. It's more federal than Federal Express. Yes. <laughs> so, so know this is that the the Federal Reserve, even though it looks like the the White House and sits on Constitution Avenue, that's the illusion, right? Do you think for one second the Federal Reserve is going to allow you to pay them in fake dollars that they printed? Right. What do we pay them back with, Jay? What is the debt paid back with? Our souls. What? That's it. You have to understand that the reserve owns people. Right. They own That's you. That's why we get a social security number at birth. That's exactly right. They own right. you, and they'll force you to get it. You're not allowed to not have it. Right. That's exactly right. So here's the reality, folks. If you think that we can pay back our debt, you can't because they don't accept dollars that they print for nothing out of nowhere. Right. Why would? Hang on a second. <laughs> Do you does okay? It's probably a dumb question. Probably go to the internet for this, but do people in other countries get social security numbers, or is that just an America thing? I believe that's just an American thing. So, I, I, this is confusing to me. So they only own America. <laughs> I don't know. Let me. Well, uh... then no, because then the uh, Rothschilds and uh, Rockefellers and all that open a. Don't they own the banks in every like every other country except like two or three or one or something yes. at this point? So technically, they probably have the same thing set up there, Federal Reserve type situations in all these other countries. But you know, I'm just trying to think. All right, 
could you have a kid, let's say, um, you know, in your home, not register anything, no, don't tell anybody, but you just kind of like uh, you're, you're living the wild, but you don't tell anybody you have a kid, so they obviously aren't getting a social security number because government doesn't even know this person exists, this baby was born. Could you literally, like, grow up and then just work under the table, getting cash that way, or whatever, and never, then you would never have to pay tax? I mean, is there a way to do it where you don't have a social, you're not known by anyone or anything? Probably not. Why not? I think you could do it. You'd have to have the child in... Like your home in the wilderness somewhere. Yeah. And And then not ever take a picture of it, not ever... Well, you could take a picture of it. That doesn't mean somebody's wait a second, that's not in our database. You know what I mean? Like, the only way you would ever be in trouble is if you got, like, arrested. Like, if that kid got arrested and they were like, all right, what's your your name? Or what's your... uh, Then they, like, start looking stuff up, check the fingerprints, all this, and then realize, we have nothing for you. What's your social security number? Well, I don't have one. I don't even know what that is. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you just stayed off the grid, I think it could exist. I bet you there's people out there that don't, don't, don't have social security number. They probably have one. They just don't How, though? Because if you don't, if the government doesn't know you exist, how do you get issued one in the first place? I don't know. Well, if you so, if you're sick or go to the hospital, but if, if you if you maintain health, you know what I mean. Yeah, because well, what if you walk to the hospital because you're sick with cash? They still get your name and all that. Okay, shit. so just don't go to the hospital. There's holistic That's, doctors. I was just going to say, I was like, think about back in the There's day. There's ways to do it. Like, witch doctors and, and shit like that, they they did all home remedy shit. Smoked weed and took, you know, all this other herbs and, and natural plants and shit to make you feel better and make ointments and shit. So I, I I think it could be done. I think it could be done, too. It would be uh, really tough to do it, though. It would be very make tough it to, to like, stay. our age. Yeah. Having never, you know what I mean, never gone to school, never... Never Whatever. been on the internet, never used a phone. It's an never. interesting concept. I know we went way off topic with that, but yeah. I, I don't know. It's interesting to me. Let's see where else they, they go with this. What do you think about the whole Federal Reserve thing and Trump never Dude, being able to go after it? Because I, I, think, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, you don't think he's just waiting until, you know, like year three or four, you know, after this midterm election? Well, no. To then, once he's got more power with with uh, Senate and the yeah, Congress. Yeah, all his so. money is American money. So it's all fake. Which so is fake, or, which means he he doesn't have any power really because they do because they own all the money. I don't know. I don't think he's going to touch it. I know he wanted to. I don't think he's going to. Hmm. Unless it's like the very last thing he does at the very last day of his. Uh, you know, people always say well, there's always a joke everywhere I work. You can only do whatever the fuck you want on your last day. Maybe this is the last day he just goes to town. Well, I don't think he'd be a, he'd be a uh, what do they call it a lame duck. Yeah. president or something like that. Uh, 
I don't know, dude. Well, here's the thing. Even if you audited them or said, well, you, now do we think that's why what got uh, Kennedy killed was the whole, oh, I'm going to go after the Federal Reserve. Is it really just that? Is it simple as that, that they had him no, because of the Federal Reserve? Or is it multiple things? It's multiple things. I mean, he was going after the mob. The mob hated him. CIA hated him. He wanted to disclose UFO shit. Like, he wanted to get give us all that information, you know. Um. I, I really, honestly, and I was thinking about this the other day, I really wish there was a real way to do time travel. I'd go back and save JFK to see what he fucking does. You know how different the world would be now if he was still alive? That's what I wish that show that they had on Hulu, 11, 22, 6, that, that one mm-hmm. that was based on the book. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have done that. Why has nobody done that movie or done that? You know what I mean? Like, had somebody travel back in time, save him, and then... You know, like they did with the uh, that other show, um, if if Germany won the yeah, war, yeah, what's that uh, show called? Higher Ground or High Castle or something? Yeah, like that. Man in the High Castle. Yeah, what if you did something like that? You know, I'd be interesting. That would be very interesting. Go with all the stuff he was going to do, and then hi- hypothetically, what would have changed? Would, Why is that work? book not been written? Yeah, I better get to work. Yeah, it won't be able, it won't be able to buy it on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it's banned. <laughs> They accept they could print their own money back to themselves, right? So it's a pretty good. You gig. have to understand yeah. that print my own the money. cabal, like I said, that is tearing this down. This is where we have an outside force. Believe me when I tell you that this system and this prison that we are in here is not agreeable to other forces. Right. Okay. So when I tell you that this is a rescue mission. This is. This right. is not continuing. So this destruction right now is their attempt to call in the end of the age. But see, they also know, Jay, the end of this age, according to the scriptures, the reason why things are happening, the reason why you have the third temple in Jerusalem being built, the reason why they're having that coin with Trump's head put on it in Israel, the reason why they're doing these things is because they follow it. Right. Exactly. It's just an instruction book. It's a timeline, right. Well, well, John Panella has talked about harvesting our blood. They go. use that to answer this and, and segue into our adrenochrome discussion. Well, and me, where does John, all this blood go from the slaughterhouses and the funeral homes? Well, let me get to that in one second. Let me just continue what Derek has said because Jeff, you've done many great videos on this. But John Panella, of all people, here we are winding back to the, the VineSecretGarden.com. Guys, if you're watching the show and you're not familiar with that guy's work, go read it because it's exactly what is, is apparent now. And there's Which, a lot of videos on this channel breaking down the first book. It's, it's, it, honestly, it's truly mind-blowing because Pinella basically says he's freely admitted, and I've had many personal conversations with him. He doesn't talk to anybody anymore, so don't try to email him. <laughs> but he's like, look, you know, there you go. He's... The, the truth is, is that it's like, look, I've been divinely inspired. I get automatic writing when I run out of answers, but I knew that Trump was the trumpet and that he was coming back to destroy the new world order to quote unquote, make people believe that he was establishing order again. And then he was going to be the great deceiver and boom, then it all goes to, you know what, but, but that problem you, reaction solution, problem reaction solution. Back to what you just said, though, Derek, when you said outside intervention, who is the outside? How do you define what the outside intervention is? Um, let me just say that probably the best way, Jay, to, to get in detail, and I can, is I did a video that uh, when you go to, if you go to my channel, you'll see it looks like it has an H on the thumbnail. 
um, that speaks of the, it's the Andromedian message. So um, know this that people from Andromeda. Yes. Okay. And that they're, and they speak very much and it speaks very much about draconians and Andromedians. Okay. So draconians and Andromedians understand that a portion of the Andromedians joined the draconians and helped yeah. lead them. Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard, too, by the way. I, I've heard that the galactic forces that are involved in this, trying to take us out of this timeline and this dark negativity, there's this good This isn't acceptable. Yeah. This is not acceptable. You think about it just like just like we have, hey, you know, oh, you're not allowed to oppress those people in that country. We're going to come in because you've made a bunch of people slaves and are torturing them, right? Think about it from a cosmological standpoint that what? we have, you know, we, we, have, an, we have exopolitics, Right. There is actually more than us here in our arrogance and in our stupidity, quite honestly. They've reduced us to make us think that we're just here. I'm sorry, yeah, but you can't. Politics meaning people from outside of Earth, correct? Yeah, Michael Salas. The, the politics of the universe, that this system is unacceptable. Now, we think, well, how come, how come they've let it go on for so long? But from a timeline standpoint, it's actually not long at all. From from an exopolitical standpoint, this is a very short period of time. We we've been in this deep deep sleep, seriously, a deep sleep, and it is really a deep sleep. But they are waking up, and I'm going to tell you right now that that when Scripture talks about these things, that there's going to be hell to pay. Let me tell you something: there's going to be serious hell to pay for those involved in this, and those that have look. The, when you read in Revelation that it says when it's talking about Babylon falling. Right, the entire description is very much the United States. Right, First, exactly. the and that's what Pinella says, and that's exactly what Pinella says. The dollar and everything, and what's its instruction? It tells you the truth. Get out of her. Do not. And if you listen to that message that I have posted and the different pieces where I'm talking about the intelligence of people, when we want to reduce our enemy to the little devil that's red with the pointy tail and a pitchfork, we that's that's our problem. That you have to understand that the intellect involved is far greater than you can comprehend. Yeah, it's... and that's what's articulated in this is that uh, that um, uh, uh, I can't. I'm drawing Talking a blank on his name. Uh, Tyson. Uh, Neil that, deGrasse. Uh, yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's now. I'm not a big fan of his, and he's led a lot, all sorts of CIA crap. But yeah. forget about that. When somebody speaks the truth, they speak the truth. And what he's talking about, he says the difference between a chimpanzee and us is 1% right. in increase in intellect, right? So if that is, if that chimpanzee Sometimes to us... a skinny 1%, I'm just going to say. But. Yeah, but but imagine this. In that 1%, <laughs> we're launching Hubble telescopes, right, right with that 1%. Right. Um, so what happens when there's 8% or just another percent above us? That 1% above us looks at us like chimpanzees. Well, the Anunnaki, from what I've read and what I've been able to see, are 10 to 12 times our intellect. Believe me, when you read texts that, that? are 40,000 years old in cuneiform <laughs> and they're speaking about 250,000 years ago right. and they're traveling around on hydrogen-powered vessels yeah. yes. um, and, and making rivers move from one continent to the next, you realize that they, these guys got some juice. What? And they showed us those How vehicles in the movie Oblivion. Hollywood's always showing us everything. So you guys, so it's like Dark City. That night they just yeah rearrange. That would make sense with men. This would also effects. call yeah. I was gonna say this also call. <laughs> this would also be the cause of why what we're 
coming up with as the Mandela effect, why something that we remember as one thing isn't that thing anymore. It's small things, but we're probably not even noticing the major things. Right. You know, like when Chase Bank changes its logo. Oh, my God. Right in front of your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, as a joke, but. Yeah. Let's get back on, like, some of these topics, because they aren't just took us down a dark rabbit hole. <laughs> it's a rabbit hole. I'll, I'll take, rabbit holes. I'll take you all the way down, man. But I want—I mean, it's all good. This is really good, and I want to get back to like so we can make predictions if we can, or you know, try to offer. I don't know if there's any solutions. I mean, you saw what I wrote on the last—you know—Jeff and I did in the Friday night show. I mean, do we have how many? You know, I mean, I believe as a person of discernment that and I hate to say believe, but I think we know that this is the end of the timeline. Now, I don't know what comes after the end of the timeline. Is it a golden age? Is it an ascension moment for certain select souls who have done the work? I don't know, but it very is very ominous right now. But just to go back to like kind of what we're, what, you know, a little bit, a couple of the topics just to kind of see, and we can just jump through here. But so what, so what's going to happen, Derek? So in the next three to four months, there's all this intel. There's all these things being said. Are you saying it's total disinfo or are you saying there is going to be something that's going to happen? Here's what's taking place right now is that people are being so led in so many different directions about timelines and things like this. Right. Here's the reality. This is where I always revert to scripture because people can say, oh, well, how can you say the Bible's a lie but then rely on it? Because I know they rely on it and I know they follow it. So with that said, um, that's what every Anon, that's the conclusion that every true Anon that's dug into these secrets ends up finding secrets and, and they ultimately end up and find out, there's a much bigger power behind this. Right. And once they do, they don't even know what to do anymore, right? Because right. you can't even come up against that power. So know this is that when you read that no one will know the day, the time, and the hour, um, that's true. But more importantly, when you read that um, that it says that he will come like a thief in the night. Right. A thief in the night, people go, oh, that's instant, right? No, it's not. A thief in the night you don't know that he was there until he's gone and has already taken everything of value. You wake up and go, crap, I've been robbed. Right? So Great point, Derek. I never thought assuming of it. He hasn't, assuming he hasn't killed you, though. The first stage of this will it's be like, murderer I in the had night. It's a thief in the no night. idea this was coming. Right. Okay? So that's the first stage that we've yet to see. I won't tell you a timeline on it because everything is predicated on their ability to succeed. Okay? So, in other words... They don't do things until they've succeeded over here. That hammer drops and that thing. These are all signals to do certain things. Can I jump in at this point for one second? No, Jeff, it's not your show. You can't. Jay and Derek, <laughs> I like to believe that people like us doing what we're doing can help put off their timeline by lessening their chances of success. Am I? Is that a pipe dream? Yes. I don't think um, it's possible. I don't think that we can put it off. Um, what I think that we can do is salvage the people that that can hear, that are meant to hear. Eyes to see and ears to hear. Period. Because the reality is resistance is futile. So when you read in Scripture, because it's not. See, the, here's the big illusion. This is what I say. When the war breaks out, when you have Armageddon, and Armageddon is literally a war. That's where it says Leviathan and Behemoth, right? The Leviathan from the sea and Behemoth from the land. These two gods battling out, these two forces, that's what you're seeing come together now. So these two power structures, these two entities, here's the key to survive this. Don't pick a side. Right. Both of them are evil. 
right? Yeah. You've got Elohim and Yahweh, according yeah. to Scripture. Right. They were the two deceivers. They aren't the God of all. They are not it. And believe me, that will come because you're going to be battling these and you're going to go, oh, I'm him. I'm with this dude right here. No, no, I'm with this guy right, right. here. Right. Christ, pretty, pretty precise to say the middle way, right? Be a passerby. Just observe and pay attention because it's your your spirit who no. you are that will define how you how you live through this it's like the republicans and the democrats that's what i was just going to say the same bird ignore them both so i agree with you but the problem is is that we live in, we're in a world right now truth truth you know truth or dare where the majority of people are wrapped up in the duality and they do pick sides, and they are entrenched, and they have their skepticism, and their. I mean, let's face it. I mean, Jeff and I were talking before you came on, Derek, tonight. This is a story I wanted to say. Is like, go and look at a seventy-year-old man, or a seventy-five or eighty-year-old woman, you know, who's out there, and they have absolutely no comprehension of any of this. And think about the things that we know. Think about the stuff we're talking about, and then just like look in their faces. I mean, not tell them, but just like look into their eyes and try to empathize with them. I mean, there's just, in my mind, there's no way that this information can come out into the mainstream in any way. And again, I know that the Anons are saying that Trump is going to do it in a way. I mean, Jeff and I talked on Friday night that maybe they're going to just storm the, the mainstream news with special forces and just, you know, go in and run videos that they've edited. Who knows? But there's just no cool. way that the majority of people, that would be wild. people can take this. This will be such a shock to their central nervous systems that I don't know how. So that's kind of like why they say they they can't disclose UFOs and aliens and shit like that that we're in contact with because people just can't handle it. Everybody's like, oh, I could handle it, I could handle. It. But in reality, could most people handle it? I don't think so. I mean, people that are like you and I. Would be fine. Uh, would be fine because we. I think there'd be a level of shock because it might not be quite what we think, but we're already ready for it. But you, you, uh, you just go say to, uh, I don't know, your local Walmart, mm -hmm. and just look around, and then all this shit happens, and the like. These people would like lose their fucking minds. Oh yeah. There would be, it would be insane. It would be interesting, but it would be insane. I think that would almost be more shocking for, I think for be, us than, like, it, what? I could Are see it being like Independence Day on Will Smith where people are trying to go with them and they got signs on top of roof parties and they're like, oh, take me, take me. Yeah. And then they get fucking blown up. I could totally see that because the, well, society in itself is fucking stupid, you know? There's a handful of people, I would say maybe, what, 5% of the people in, Amer in the world actually are, as we call it, woke or whatever? Awake, yeah. Yeah, you think? About 5%? I don't know, man. It's hard to say. You know, um, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I wouldn't believe in aliens. Like, if I saw a video right now, and it's, it's from CNN or Fox, breaking news, alien over L.A., I wouldn't believe it. Because I'm not there, and I don't believe half the shit they fucking say. Yeah. You know I mean? Look at the fucking it would be, towers. Wouldn't that be interesting? There's no way in hell those planes hit those towers, but yet we saw a video of it doing it. Yeah. Never happened. Never fucking happened. So I wouldn't believe them. I mean, look at this approved film. They fucking edited the fuck out of that. Oh, yeah. Simply taking out a couple seconds. Yeah.
of the car slowing down and then taking off again. Right. Like, that's crazy. You do basically edit out the slowing down, and it all looks the same. I mean, mm-hmm. wow. It, it, it's weird. This conversation's interesting. It is. It, it's, it's, it's very enthralling. Um, but, yeah, I don't think, uh, I really don't think, like, a general population can handle certain things, and that's probably why they don't. And unfortunately, like, we just get lumped in with all that. Mm-hmm. And then again, we think we would be ready for something. Even if they did literally, like what you just said, they're going to storm all the news stations and then force, hey, this is the truth. And, and then they go through all the stuff that Soros has done that's bad that most people wouldn't even, like, if you, if you like Alex Jones has been saying for right. for years. right. But then you, you you force it like how the president comes to you from the Oval Office, where it doesn't matter what channel you turn to, that's all that's there. The only right. way you can get away from it is you turn it off. But then it's hitting your phone, like you know, forced this on everybody. Like you will hear this. There's no way you can not hear it unless you're completely disconnected off the grid. It's the only way you're not going to hear this or see it. And did that and like exposed all this. You know, people would be like. Argh! You know, and not be able to, for one, they wouldn't be able to handle what they're seeing or whatever, because I was watching Friends. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) I got to know who's Kim Kardashian sleeping with now. You know, like, first you'd have those idiots. Then you'd have people that, like, oh, that's fake news. Uh, Hillary's the the one I believe in. Trump's not my real president. Yeah, you're not my president. And uh, he can have proof. He he could show, like, the making of video of fucking Sandy Hook. (laughs) Yeah, and they'd be like, "Yeah, no, it's all bullshit. It's all staged yeah. after the fact." Well, if you were able to make a video showing the making of, then there's probably making of the making of, that right? Is, yeah. And that's the real thing, right? Exactly. Like, oh, okay, uh, they could literally do that. They could everything. They probably like, could. Yeah, you could have the he could have backstage or not backstage, but like behind the scenes footage of JFK where the CIA are standing by the fucking grassy knoll and standing behind the fence, uh, in with their fucking earpieces on. Okay, go and you got George. Senior fucking Sam, they saying, all right, you know, it was risk. Take the shot. Take all forty of you guys. Take the shot, yeah. and nobody would believe it. Oh, it's fucking bullshit. Well, they did that. Oliver Stone did that movie. Well, yeah, but <laughs> he literally showed you how they did it, and everybody said it was bullshit. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, not everybody. A lot of people thought, yeah, yeah that's pretty much how it's. But then there's a lot of people that still, I don't know. JFK is one of those things where I literally think a majority now believe that it was non that. that the official story is nonsense. And we'll get there with 9-11, too. Sandy Hook's going to take as much time. Yeah. I mean, just because your sister still believes it doesn't mean... <laughs> you know what I mean? There are some people that yeah. that are going to believe it. But look how many years later JFK is now. Right. It's not... It's, it's that whole... Oh, kids. Kids. It's all about the kids. We all, mm-hmm. We're so freaking concerned about these kids that didn't die, mm-hmm. that don't exist... But the kids, you know, that's that's where it, you know yeah. JFK is different because it wasn't a kid. You know, if his if JFK's kid would have been in the right. car and he's the one that got, oh, we'd probably still be buying into the bullshit. It was a perfect thing, except way too many holes. Once again, it's mm-hmm. it's like a. But we just don't acknowledge those holes, right. and and that's why we have to ban Jim Fetzer and his book. And any if you mention his name, you're banned. Like right. literally, it's. They're going to get to the point where, because I said his name, now all of a sudden my mouth is moving, but you can't hear anything that's coming out. They're able to censor my voice. That's what it's going to become. Oh, yeah. 
They'll let me keep moving my mouth. It just you won't hear it. You know. Yeah, like they just did with you. Oh, this is becoming a really good podcast, Dave. We can't hear him anymore. It's the Ryan Show. All right, let's keep going. Well, they can handle it. They they can't. And this is where we have to come to terms with the end with the end of the age, because the the reality is the scriptures, ancient scripture, everything speaks to this: that man's mind will fail them. They for will fear. die. They will die of shock for fear, for coming to terms. Because look, the reality is that of the vast majority of people, you've got cosmologically things that are controlled by these entities. Right. right. Okay? So they will cause things to happen. One of their one of their devices, people can't comprehend the fact that a moon could be a device. Right. Okay? Yep. They can't, we know it's a device. They, they can't if a moon could be a device, that. a planet can be a device. It is a device, right? Yeah, the thing is, is, is that... We are devices. We are biological AI. That's how advanced they are. Yes. The only thing that makes us come to terms with those things is the spirit within us, which they can't alter. And as these things change, these truths come to us. I'm only speaking these things because those things have altered. Otherwise, I'm back making making a million dollars a year sitting on my butt. Let, let, let me just in a trailer, right? I'm I'm not here for no reason at all. I'm not here trying to get wealthy. I could care less. Somebody could come in and drop a million dollars on there. I'd burn that stuff right in front no, of us. It doesn't matter. So so like, um, let me ask one question before we move on. Derek, you said get out of her, my people. Are you recommending that people move out of the United States? Get out of her is always going to be spiritually, right? They're not going to be able to leave. You can't. There's just limitations to what you have. Believe me, if you could jump on a plane and take all your stuff and get out of here and leave everything behind. But here's the deal. I can promise you that that statement, what it's going to mean, that fleeing to the mountains, if you think that anybody doubted that statement in Scripture, wait until this stuff begins to happen and wait till it begins to happen on the ground. People are going to try like hell to get out of here, and they're going to wonder why they ever doubted. And here's the thing, and this is why... You know, when the words of Christ says, before me, you know, no sin. Now you have no cloak, right? That you're that this is the problem is that everybody that actually heard this message and everybody that has listened to you, Jeff, and listened to me, uh, you, Jay, and listened to me on my channel and all that. Those people that ignored it and called us idiots. When this happens, the guilt and the shame that they will feel as a result of being told, because what it will be and they'll recognize it, that God was literally talking directly to them. And they straight out ignored him. The only thing that matters, Derek. And they will never accept entry into any grace at that point. The only thing that matters right now, with all this happening, without being able to predict an end timeline, without really knowing what's going to happen, other than what we've been from the ancient text, the Bible, the scriptures, you have to get your soul right. You know, Jeff and I say that on every single show. You know, I have, and I don't want to lose topic because I know there's some other amazing topics we're going to tackle on this. So we're going to go as long as we need to. We got 350 people watching live. And thank you guys for watching live tonight. We appreciate it. Um, as long as Jeff doesn't fall asleep, we'll keep going. <laughs> um, and Derek, where are you right now, time zone wise? Uh, I think it's. Um, You're Pacific eight, time, I think. Oh, yeah. he's yeah, me. So we're good. So me and Derek will keep you up all night, Derek. <laughs> yeah, we'll just let Jeff go to sleep. You'll see him <laughs> behind him. But, I'm good. But, but, but very seriously, to go with what you're saying, because you're right. Because ultimately, we cannot predict what is going to come. But those of us with eyes to see and ears to hear know that there are no coincidences in life. Everything. No such thing. So, so 
if you're watching this right now, you should not be thinking fear, guilt, control. You should be thinking, how do I get my soul right? What do I do to get my soul right so that whatever happens, I'm ready to go on to the next journey? Now, guys, remember, all of us are smart guys. You, most of you watching are smart guys. You don't die. Your soul is infinite. Your soul you are master said, being. <laughs> the master said that if you gain the whole world and lose your own soul, that's a bad thing. But guess what? If you gain your own soul, you don't care if you lose the whole world. But all of this means nothing. This is literally a physical, material form world where an avatar bodies, as Derek just said, our souls are infinite. We are eternal beings. We can go and do and manifest anything we want. But let me just go back to one and the thing. The fact is, we're dead already, aren't we? So does that mean that when this physical body dies, our souls go into another? You know what I mean? We die, and then all of us. So it's kind of like reincarnation, uh, or like well, we go into another physical body. Like it so all depends on what you believe. We die, baby's born. We die, baby's born. We die. You know what I mean? It, it depends on what you believe. Um, the God. What is it, Agarthe? What was the one thing I was starting to look into and I never really got that far with it? Uh, From Katie. You remember that one religion where you like, oh, yeah. You have like the Book of Realms and you have like your own inner, inner spirits and all that stuff. If you go by what they believe, um, your, your, your spirit or your soul, we'll go with soul because that's what they're talking about. Your soul chooses the body and the struggles and issues that you have in this physical world. If you learn your lesson, your life lesson that you're supposed to on this time frame, then you go to the next realm or wherever you, the next spiritual plateau or wherever you go. If you don't learn what you want or you want to go back, you have that choice according to what they believe in their society or whatever. Or you could go with reincarnation or you could go with what I've been saying for a long time and it's just black nothingness. You, there's just nothing. Hmm. Well, I mean, I did uh, get a response from from London. Um, what are you the, talking about? The social security question we had from earlier. Oh, okay. I know it's it's late, but I just got the answer now. So they have what's called a national insurance number. It's not really the same, but it is one individual, one for each individual, unique, and it's sixteen numbers. Oh no, I'm sorry. They get it. They get it when they're sixteen. I'm sorry. They get it when they're sixteen. Oh, okay. So. Americans have a social security number. People in England or Great Britain have a national insurance number that they get when they turn 16. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I mean, I'm just thinking of like a place like, uh, I don't know, Afghanistan or, right, or right. Africa or you Egypt know, even, something yeah. like that. Somewhere, you know, where you have all these uh, like jungle people. <laughs> like Obviously, they don't have a... A, any kind of a number, as far yeah. as we know, to track them. Fuck, so. they don't, don't even have a name, really. It's <laughs> well, that's offensive <laughs> what you just said. It's anything. Get you wide-eyed to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. So, yeah, this whole like this whole soul thing, mm-hmm. like. It makes you wonder, like, um, I'm still baffled by these kids that can be born and are one years old and know how to play Beethoven's 
whatever, and, and having never heard it, just sat down at a piano and started playing, or you know, whatever, like, or, or the one kid that is talking about a plane crash in the middle of a yeah. wherever, and then he keeps telling his parents this, and they finally tell somebody, and they go look at this spot the kid keeps saying, and there's a crashed plane there, and, and this kid's saying that was them in another life. It's like, what? How would a five-year-old know that? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's really weird. How does stuff like that happen? And then it, those things kind of make you think this is true. But then that would make, not necessarily reincarnation, but kind of in that, because when you think reincarnation, you think, well, in the past life, I was a tiger. Right, right. Well, what if it's just physically kind of like what uh, John Lear said? You die, your physical body dies, and you start all over again. And you just keep living a, a new life. And basically, you keep doing this until you're, you do everything right. At which point, because remember what he said? Do you remember that episode mm-hmm. at all? Mm-hmm. How you get to that point when you die, then you, you basically, this is what you did wrong. And you start over. So there's like that window of however amount of time between death and new being reborn and you're reborn as a new physical body as a baby and, and you're you're raised or whatever and, and like all these things that you go through these are challenges but you're literally just keep over and over again but you would never know right, other than maybe these little things slip through the cracks where i was a what if the kid that can s- sat down and started playing what that what if that was beethoven in, in the previous you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's weird but what if that's the case? You know, I don't know. It's a possibility, and that would be it would leave it to the uh, whoever, whatever spiritual alien, whatever power that be well, is in think, charge says, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to let him keep this uh, memory of playing the piano. I'm not going to let him know who he is, but I'll let him." Well, because that, that was a something they did. So, so what if every time you're, oh. what if it's something that was a good thing, a, a uh, a meaningful thing that that you're going to carry that with you to the next one. That could be. And you just keep building on it. So everything bad, it's washed away, but you get to keep. Oh, or what stuff. if it's like when you die, what if you get that choice of like, you need to keep one thing from this, this life that you just lived. What's the one thing you'd want to keep? And what if, what if there are people that literally, oh, I want to be a piece of shit in the next life. Like Hillary. <laughs> like, she was a piece of shit in her previous life. She's a piece of shit in this one, and she'll be a piece of shit at, in the next yeah. one. Like I just want to be bad, you know. Or what if you're? It's just a like a. I don't know, man. There's so many things. Like you could literally spend just w- one whole episode mm-hmm. on just that. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It is. This would be a good breaking point, though, for this particular part. Right. So I think we'll stop this part here, and then we'll uh, we'll open up the next part next week with the remainder of this video, cool. um, unless we end up getting another two parts out of the remainder so we'll stop here thanks for being here yep
subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. It's that time of year again. No matter what you're celebrating this holiday season, Amazon has gifts for everyone. Go to D2RPN.com and click the Amazon banner and help out the D2R Podcast Network. Happy holidays from everyone here at the D2R Podcast Network. Christmas. It's that time of year again, and if your guy or your girl's got a beard and you want to celebrate with them, why not buy them some Phoenix beard oils? We've got great holiday scents that make you just cream your jeans. So check out phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody the bird for the holiday season. Ho, ho, motherfucking ho. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 